Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it Walks that up. we do? And get the people. Jalen Rose, so much happened this weekend in the NFL, but we're not starting the show with the Cowboys winning. We're not Why? starting the show with the Giants winning. We're not starting not? the show with the Packers losing in London. Not? We're not starting the show with the great Monday night football, uh, Sunday night football game that went down to the last second field goal. What else? We're starting the show with your Detroit Lions and the emotionally abusive relationship that you are in with this football team and Hard Knocks dragged in the rest of us. Coming into the game against the Patriots, they were the number one scoring offense in the NFL. They scored exactly zero points against the Patriots. Got waxed, embarrassed, dominated. Jalen, what do you have to say for your city, for your team, and for the health of yourself and your emotional well-being? I'm here right now, and I can't front. As the season started and I went to week one and saw us beat Carson Wentz and the Commanders, I started to literally rearrange my schedule, Jacoby, so that I could either be at Lions games on Sunday or front run when they win on Monday. Unfortunately, today's Monday. And... The other thing is, not only did we get waxed and shut out, you had to bring up the emotionally abusive part. And here's what I mean. So the rest of the world, if hard knocks didn't happen, wouldn't be stopping me on the street. I love your coach. I love the personality of y'all squad. Oh, this is about to be different. Y'all about to win 10 or 11 games this year. And then you say a reality. How do you go from being the squad that leads the league in scoring? Leads the league in scoring. In yards. In yards. You don't get shut out by anybody. You should get shut out by the steel curtain. You know what I mean? Bailey Zappi dominated you. You got dominated by a Bailey Zappi-led team. Bailey Zappi, Jalen. Where's Jared Montana? Where's Jared? Where's Jared? Where's your... Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And and here's the other thing I want to point out that hurts Detroit Lions fans more than anything. Matt Patricia used to be our coach. Mm -hmm. And Jared Montana is my quarterback. No, I don't know. He ain't my quarterback anymore. Oh, man. Oh, man, that hurt. That shutout hurt. I'm just speechless. I really am. You know what? As someone who's been following the Lions closely because of this stupid show, I do want to say that this is what happens. They give you just enough rope to give you just enough hope to crush your dreams. Like, (laughs) they did look good week one through four, and people started feeling like, oh, they lost a couple close ones. The Eagles are better than we thought. 
you know, like maybe this is a real team that can't contend in this division, and then they really show you who they really are. This is who the Lions are. A team that gets beaten 29 to nothing by Bailey Zappi and the Patriots. Didn't score a single point, not a field goal, not a safety, not a defensive touchdown, nothing. This team is trash. I'm not gonna bet on them anymore. I'm done with the Lions. You should be done with the Lions too. You're an emotionally abusive relationship and it takes a true friend like me to tell you where you are. And you know what you need to do? Join me as part of the Bills Mafia. You went to Buffalo last year. You saw them wax the Texans. We saw that the Pittsburgh Steelers were coming to town. And I said, you know what? They're gonna wax the Steelers. They beat bad teams easily. And it started with the very first possession on their own two yard line. All Josh Allen had to do was find Gabe Davis. Look at that, 98-yard yeah. score just to start the game. Like, like this is like I didn't even like have a wing yet, and they are <laughs> up. And then this one, look at Fitzpatrick has the ball. Gabe Davis says, "Give me that ball, please, sir." That is two touchdowns for him. Huge day for Josh Allen. Didn't even finish the game. The Bills are rolling. They've lost one game when they missed a field goal they should have hit and messed up the clock at the, at the end of the first and second half. Best team in football, Buffalo Bills. It's not even close. We're going to celebrate the Bills because they got some meaningful games and a long season that we anticipate. But that was like a Madden type of play. To start the game with a bomb like that, that was beautiful. And, mm -hmm. and I must just say this. What's up with the Steelers? Oh, no, they're, they're done. They're done. Like, it was done. two teams on the field, and I know you just got on me about the Lions. And coincidentally, I said that the Lions should at least be able to score against the Steel Curtain if we lead in the league in yards and points. However, this Steelers team is the one that we played against last year when we were struggling for wins that had one of the ugliest games of all time. And now that they don't have it settled at the quarterback position, these two teams seem to be on a collision course in the opposite direction of great teams and playoff aspiring teams this year. And they have Mike Tomlin on the sideline, who you know I basically idolize, and they have a story history of championships. So for the Lions and the Steelers to look so very bad, did stand out to me yesterday. Well, I want to say that it was the Bills that made the Steelers look bad. The Bills have got some players back on defense that they were missing early in the season. They are rolling. This is the best team in football. They're going to be 16-1, and and they're going to be the Super Bowl champions. I'm going to win a lot of money betting on them just like I did yesterday. Moving on <laughs> to what was a great competitive game that we all expected between two AFC contenders. It was the Bengals going to play Baltimore in Baltimore, and this one lived up to the hype. It wasn't a high-flying, lots-of-touchdowns kind of game, but it was close at the end, and it was Lamar getting the ball to Andrews twice and then moving the ball on the ground twice. He's just such a weapon that you can't give him the ball to finish the game if he just needs a field goal. And when you do need a field goal, the best kicker in the game, Justin Tucker, literally splits the uprights with that one. The best kicker of all time. Like, he, he's automatic. And I'm glad you brought up the Michael, I'm, I'm sorry, the Le, Lamar Jackson portion of how much of a dual threat player that he is. And yeah. Andrews is 7-11, always open, his, his number one target. And after last week, Harbaugh not kicking the field goal and then Lamar throwing the interception, 
and trying to avenge for that this year by trying to reverse that decision, giving it to Cincinnati. They go down and score, and then Lamar still drives you back to win. That was really impressive. And yeah. Lamar needed that. The Ravens needed that. And when you're going against an AFC foe that just won the, the, the conference last year, and they have Joe Burrow, so many people want to elevate, and rightfully so. Joe Burrow's a talented quarterback. He led his team to the Super Bowl. But Lamar's like, don't, don't put him ahead of me. I've been an MVP. Yeah. I'm a dual threat as well. So it was great to see the Ravens find a way to pull it out at the end. It seems like the Burrow's been in the league for three years. It seems like every year we're like, he just needs protection. He just needs protection. Well, here we are in year three saying no the same thing. They've no tried point. to address it, but watching the game last night, I was like, wow, Joe Burrow could do some work if he wasn't running for his life half the time he drops back. Big win for the Ravens, who I think, along Major. with the Bills and the Chiefs, are the absolute class of the AFC. I agree. But I agree. now we move to some interesting NFC action. My wife was not excited that I was watching football at 9.30 <laughs> in the morning on Sunday. She's like, wait a second. How long are you going to be doing this for? 14 hours? I was like, that's exactly right. You take the kids. And that's of course, we're talking right. about the Packers and the Giants in London. Brian Dable and the Giants came into the game at 3-1. There's no chance they're going to go up 4-1 in London against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Then it was these two plays. These two blocks at the line with the game on the line that got the Giants the win. They're now 4-1. But Jalen, as much as it's about the Giants playing well, how what's your concern level with the Packers, with Aaron Rodgers, talking about the, the, the vibe of the locker room and criticizing the young wide receivers. What's going on with the Packers right now? So the first thing I'm going to say is probably not what everyone anticipates. I'm really disappointed in their defense. Mm. First and foremost, like Danny was actually throwing dimes and running when needed yes, against was. that defense. Yes, he was. He could do it with his legs, that guy. Right? And, and, and Saquon... Love that he returned from the shoulder injury. How about the quality runs after catch and the quality runs out of the backfield and Saquon lining up in the shotgun, getting into the end zone. The versatility of him as a player being able to run both ways. And look at that, putting his foot in the ground. Oh, 31. He's looking like Barry to me out there. I ain't going to even lie. Look at that. And uh. strong. And so I'm happy for him to be back healthy. And Brian Dable has infused not only uh, some coaching, and I saw that with the Jets too with, with Robert Sala, and I was like, you know what? My, oh my, Jet, my New York area friends are gonna be unbearable. You know, Look they got the God. Yankees, they got the Mets, they celebrating the Jets, they celebrating the Giants, and look at him, he high-fiving, pumping up the crowd, and rightfully so. He's taking over a team that needed a facelift, Still led by Saquon, give their defense a lot of credit. And now me talk, let's talk about the Aaron Rodgers portion of the program. We're not going to be able to blame other people, A-Rod. Not going to be able to do it. Where did, where did he go this offseason that you told me that he did? Um, ayahuasca is generally done in Peru. And oh. um, I, I look forward to giving you some. I'd love to just see nah. you enjoy that. Not going to yeah. be able to do it. Now, what did well, you say that's supposed to do? And what did, what did that? What should that have happened between him and his teammates after he did he that? Said, he said it would make him a better teammate and a better lover. Okay, got it. So, love just left in Devontae Adams. Because <laughs> he should have found a way to make sure he got paid also. And, yeah, we can talk about 
the young receivers in one-on-one -on -one situations not making a play, and all of the things that he said, he's right. But what about the last two plays of their offense? Both of his got deflected when he was trying to pass. Those How about are absolutely that? on him. And they no longer look like the class of the NFC. The class of the NFC is clearly the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. fly Jalen, what fly. do we bet every single Sunday? What do we bet? Jalen Hurts score touchdown. My namesake, Jalen Hurts. It's in, he did it in like the first five minutes of the game. Now, it's so easy smart, money. We if you smart like me, let me tell you what you would do. Since last season, Jacoby appreciate this being said public. We basically betting on uh, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Kyler Murray to get rushing touchdowns. Yep. Like, and and Jalen Hurts, quiet as kept, you can bet that he's going to get two. Last year, he had a game where he got three. So if you're consistently betting it, you're going to be good. You're going to win. I think the line's starting to catch up powerful. to us. The line is How? starting to catch up to us on this one. I noticed the <laughs> odds aren't the same as they were last year for Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown. And, and while the, the Cardinals did have a little bit of a comeback, I do want to say this, that the Eagles look all of the 5-0 and o that they are now. If only the Detroit Lions could score a point, maybe they could catch up to the Eagles. <laughs> Jalen. We have another controversy involving Tom Brady. This time it has nothing to do with divorce lawyers. It has everything to do with this. That is a tackle. That is a straight-up tackle. The fact that they threw a flag on this play is very disturbing. We'll break it down right after this. You're watching J&J. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck and here in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, after the game, Tom Brady had to say this about the refereeing at the end of the game against the Falcons. He said the following, and I quote, I don't throw the flags, completely deflecting any responsibility because of this play. It was the end of the game. The Bucs are up by a touchdown. The Falcons are storming back. This would have given the ball back to the Falcons if only the referee did not call this a roughing the passer, saying that he threw Brady down excessively to the ground. That looks like a tackle. Is that just a, is that a tackle? And he's one of the best defensive players in the game, too. And I give the Falcons a lot of credit. Coming into this game without their top tight end, without Cordell Patterson, I looked at this point spread at 10, like Ill and Al Scratch. I was like, mm, I'll take a. I did too, and, I did too. And, and, and I was like, Brady, after they just got waxed, the Bucks are really gonna come back and respond. And so I wanna give the Falcons a ton of credit. And you're right, that's an awful call. Yes. And it, it's, it's so bad, it almost goes to the fact when Quarterbacks are extremely mobile. Usually they don't get the benefit of the whistle, even when it comes to getting hit after the play, because a lot of times it seems like they have a chance to elude the defender and get more yards. This is a basic tackle. Mm -hmm. He slammed Tom Brady to the ground like every defensive player would love to do in their career. And he got a flag for it. 
That's of an course. awful call. And one thing I do want to say is so much attention is on this one play and this one call, but who's to say that Marcus Mariona, after a punt, is going to bring the Falcons all the way back for their third straight touchdown. I believe they were down 21 to nothing and then got it all the way back to 15 to 21. Who knows? It was a big call, but it was a big game and a much-needed win for the Bucks, who got waxed by the Chiefs last week. Good bounce back for them. Jalen, come here. I knew that the 49ers were going to wax the Panthers. And we now have word that Matt Rule has been let go of his responsibilities with the Panthers. But watching this game, one thing I noticed is this dude could not stop licking his lips the entire time he was on the sideline. Every time they cut to him, he's just licking his lips. Jalen, what is this guy doing? Every time they showed him, all he did was lick his lips the entire time, and now he no longer has a job. What do you think about the Panthers letting go of Matt Rule, their head coach? Well, a few things. With a name like that, you know, it, 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 it makes me feel like hip-hop references warrant this. And when you talk about licking his lips, it's like he's auditioning to be in one of LL Cool J's television shows <laughs> as a backup. You know, that's one thing. But then here's the other thing, Jacoby. How about now that he isn't their coach, he could go watch Nas and Wu-Tang Clan tour because cash rules, because they owe him over $40 million. Yep. Cash rules everything around that. They still owe him four, $40 million. And Crazy. so I remember when he got that job, looking at the landscape of the NFL, and I brought it up consistently. Anybody that watches this show and listens to the pod, 98580Jalen, let's talk about this. I said, how did he get an $80 million check to come out of college? Like, seriously. And so I'm not surprised, but man, he about to go get another college job and his pocket's going to be stuffed. And I ain't even mad at him. Jalen Rose, we have some news and update from Warriors camp about the status of Draymond Green. Obviously, the video came out last Friday that showed him punching his teammate Jordan Poole in practice. The Warriors are investigating how the video got leaked, but Draymond Green said he's going to step away from the team for a while, and he's failed as a man, and he's failed as a leader. What do you think about this development? You know, I love my brother, and I'm really happy to see him take this step to reinvest in itself. I actually ran into Tracy Morgan this weekend, Jacoby, who loves the show and is gonna come on with us. And literally, I was out walking around and just getting some fresh air in the morning. And I saw Tracy Morgan and I had on the hood and I had on the mask. And he first, he didn't recognize me. And then we started talking. He said, what is one of the things that you can't buy? And I was just thinking, he was like, Peace. Look, at you got to walk around to, to keep your sanity in a lot of ways. You have to cover up and mask who you are. And this for Draymond Green, a husband, a family man, a son, an entrepreneur, a, a, a talented multimedia personality. Like this is going to affect both of these players in a lot of ways. I was happy to see Jordan get the free throw trophy from Steph. I'm happy to see Draymond taking this personal time, but overarching respectfully, his relationship with the Warriors or Jordan Poole will never be the same. 
And the other bigger issue is he alluded to it in his press conference. When they're going over sets, when they're interacting with one another, that footage doesn't get out. And I said to you before, for that footage to get out, it had to do the proverbial leak for it to happen. So their investigation to me is going to end up going down, uh, 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 to end up nowhere. And the search ultimately is going to end up nowhere. That's what I believe. Well, we know which angle from which the footage was shot, and I know they have surveillance cameras that surveil the gym. So something tells me this will not be a very long investigation if they really wanted to know the truth. But who leaked the footage is not as important as to what happened in the footage. It'll be interesting to follow this to see when Draymond gets back, what Draymond says first publicly, and how he responds and how the Warriors respond to this adversity early on in their preseason. We have a lot more to discuss on Jalen and Jacoby. One of the things we want to highlight is... Brian Robinson, the man returned to the field after being shot twice, and he did it to 50 cents many men. We'll celebrate Brian's return right after this. NBA is back on ESPN Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. You get Jalen Rose and the Countdown crew, and then this doubleheader starts at 7.30, and then the nightcap is at 10. Tune in, NBA on ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. No matter how much happens over the weekend in the world of sports, every time we have a show, we do what? Acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained and now 235 days. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Of course, the Washington Commanders did not win this weekend because they're the Washington Commanders. However, Brian Robinson, rookie running back who was shot twice in a carjacking attempt, took the field for the Commanders. It was very emotional. Jalen, your thoughts? Very emotional. As somebody that was a part of a situation where a carjacking allegedly tried to take place and the vehicle was shot nine times and my good friend real still has a bullet in his neck i'm rooting for this young man and for him to come out to 50 cent many men i understand why he would do that and so i'm really encouraged and inspired by a story question jalen rose Tomorrow we will have a complete breakdown of Jalen Rose's breakdown on Jeopardy last night. I can't wait for that. That is tomorrow, ESPN2 <laughs> at 4 p.m. Shout out to Maya Bialik. Thank you for the hospitality. <laughs> Appreciate that. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Now, Jalen, I'm ready for like a 35-minute conversation about your appearance on Celebrity Jeopardy. However, our producer has, a, has notified me that we're going to be doing that tomorrow on tomorrow's show. So our podcast listeners, make sure you tune in to tomorrow's program. And we have a lot of special guests coming up this week. But Jalen, we always pride ourselves on hitting all the games over the weekend, not just the ones that involve the Cowboys. We didn't talk about the Cowboys. They played the Rams. And I knew they were going to win, even though they were not favored. And that won me a lot of money. But I do want to say this. It ain't about the Cowboys and Cooper Rush, who I think threw for like 102 yards. This is about the Rams and the Rams offense and your guy, Matt Stafford, and them coming off a Super Bowl victory. This is a Super Bowl champion team that could move the ball against everybody last year with Cooper Cup breaking all the records. Now it just seems like if Cup ain't open, he checks down to Higby, and if Higby ain't open, then he just gets sacked. They cannot move the ball. And Akers got injured also. 
Which meant they couldn't run the ball. Hit, hit, Akers here. is not on the Cowboys. Oh, oh, yeah, Akers. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Yeah, my bad. I get Eckler and Akers always mixed up. Go ahead. Continue, sir. Okay. And so, as I mentioned to you, on and off wax, that was a special run for the Rams last year. Because usually teams that add a, an all-star level game-changing player that goes with an already built-in Sean McVay, great offensive genius. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, 99 on Madden. When you're plugging, playing, you can grab Matthew Stafford. You can grab Von Miller. You can grab Odell Beckham Jr. Cooper Cup is your consistent flow. And that could be something special that could carry you for a period of a season and then through the playoffs and then to the Super Bowl. But if you notice, Von Miller ain't come back. Nope. He got a Monopoly deal to go to Buffalo. I wish Playing he got great. all of that money. Odell Beckham's dealing with an injury. And you mentioned Matthew Stafford. I told you when I saw him this year, he ain't standing in the pocket like that same gunslinger. That's exactly what I said to you. I'm watching more Matthew Stafford. Like, y'all watching the Lions now. Y'all remember when I was watching the Lions? Not after when they this had week, Eric Hipple, Gary Danielson, and Matthew Stafford. That watching the Lions thing is over after this weekend. That's over. <laughs> we off of that. We off. They didn't even show him on red zone. The Lions didn't even show up on red zone the entire day. They didn't even show him on red zone. <laughs> And so I told you, like, the player that I saw with that extra zip in his arm, that the ability to seem like move his head really fast and survey the field, and then also have, like, the athleticism to not only step up in the pocket but run a little bit if he needed to. Like, he looks like a player that's on his heels. The, 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 the line seems to be collapsing in his lap. And you mentioned it. If it ain't Cooper Cup, it ain't happening. Exactly. It ain't happening. And, and the de if we know that, clearly the defense knows that. They went out and got Allen Robinson. He was supposed to take the top off the defense. Allen Robinson was supposed to be like, like their weapon, their new piece, their new toy to play with. It's going to make their offense better. I, I've caught just as many as balls as he has from, from Matt Stafford in the last like three weeks. But I got to say this, and I know you were somewhere extremely enthusiastic about one of the greatest plays that I ever seen somebody that should be on the wall behind you make. That, that one-handed catch that he made in stride and took that thing to the house and, and, and like that, that, that was that Cooper Cup touchdown, like that, that was crazy. Like, like that right there, that, that was next level. But but overarching, the, these Rams, and, and I don't like to make proclamations. It's, it's so early in the season. It, there's a reason why NFL teams don't repeat. Like, there, there's do. a reason. They never do. Yeah, NFL team. How long ago do it seem like Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl? Oh, four years, five years. You, you see what I mean? And... Giselle's like, see, I try to tell Giselle's you. Giselle's like, I try to tell you, Tom. Giselle's to like, you. what you gonna do? Mess around, win the Super Bowl again? No, you're not. You, might not you even only make the got playoffs, seven. Tom. You got seven. Yeah. 
Yeah, Tom. That sound like me at the blackjack table. I'm splitting kings. Jacoby, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I hate it when you do that. <laughs> what are you doing? And so that's what I felt about the Rams. You give up the first round picks, you invest in right now, you have that Super Bowl. To me, the Rams Super Bowl equals LeBron, Lakers, and the Bubble Super Bowl. Like, those are like special. I don't necessarily feel like they're going to repeat. Well, this team is not repeating, but it's just been shocking how good their offense was at the end of last year and how bad it is right now. They have a lot of work to do now. Saints and Seahawks. We got to talk about my guy Taysom Hill, okay? Because we all we all laughed at Sean Payton when he signed him to the deal. Taysom Hill yesterday ran for two touchdowns, threw for a touchdown, and every time he had the ball, it seems like they had six yards. Balling. Ball. I mean, sure, they were going up against the Seahawks defense, which isn't what it used to be, but Taysom Hill, and it's like Andy Dalton's in there just to, like, throw a couple passes, and whenever Taysom Hill's in there, they see they look electric. Like, this Saints team is not going to win anything. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl. They might make the playoffs, but they were pretty impressive yesterday against the Seahawks. And Geno Smith looks good, too. Geno Smith, I told you, against the Lions, he was out there looking like Warren Moon. He I wasn't was, joking. Man. He looked good. If you they didn't see the Seahawks-Saints game... Us. Geno Smith was just just putting lasers around the field. Like, he looks good. Hey, hey, everybody that just got introduced to the hard knock life that is being a Lions fan, let me rewind something, Jacoby. Just acknowledge, but let me put an exclamation point on this. Geno Smith was looking like Warren Moon against the Lions. They almost mm-hmm. scored 50 on us. They almost had 50 points on us. I have Tyler Lockett in fantasy. He had oh, two touchdowns drop? yesterday. He's he the one that carried the day. Exactly. I think he dropped one too. Oof. You know the what I'm saying? If I remember right, I think he dropped a big one at the end of the game. Yes. He was out there balling though. Right. Yeah. And so oh, like Taysom Hill was out there fantasy killing him. And I almost guarantee not too many people had him start. Well, there are not too many people that run for two touchdowns, pass for a touchdown, and recover a fumble on special teams. Like, I don't Correct. think that's ever happened that's in the history cold. of the NFL. That's cool. Like, that's, that's like some high school stuff. That's you know what cold. I mean? Like, that is, that is just wild to me. We got a couple more that. games to get to, not a lot of time. Um, the Bears lost to the Vikings. Whatever. Your division is a mess, dog. Your division is a, who's good in that division? Who's the best team in that division? The Vikings? The Packers? No, no roars or la- edit that out. Edit that out. Y'all, you can't go. Oh, you can't lose zero to twenty-nine against the Patriots and then drop a roar the next day on the pod. Edit that out. Whoever edited, whoever's in charge, edit. I can't. That's embarrassing to me. That's like when I go zero for five and score zero points in rec league. How you say that it reflects bad on me? You know what I mean? You make me feel bad. Like I need to quit my rec league team. <laughs> No, no. And let me tell you what add insult to injury that Detroit Lions fans can only appreciate. Matt Patricia was on the other sideline. He used to be our coach. Remember before he got the job, he was the boy genius with the pencil in his ear, and he was going to come to Detroit. Remember they beat the Patriots in in his first year as the head coach when the Patriots used to be good? I yeah. think they might have even had Tom Brady at that like, time. Yeah. Like, here we go. Like, here we go. Yep. Matt Patricia's going to be the one Genius. to have Belichick number. Genius. He's going to make sure that he blow up the squad and all of that. But you no. know what we messed up? The, the, they, took, they took Caldwell for granted. 
Caldwell got us over 500, got us to the playoffs. Like, he was a really good coach. How'd that playoff game go? How'd that playoff game go? He, he, he was a really good coach. Quickly, the uh, Chargers beat the Browns. They It was a wild game. This game had like seven lead changes. It went back and forth and back and forth. Extremely exciting game to watch. However, Staley has the ball in his own end. Up by two. Dog, up by two. Let me make sure. Let me look at my notes. Staley goes for it fourth and two in his own territory with the lead. Like when I saw him doing this, I was like, you, you're, you're just, you're the joker. You're just an agent of chaos. Like you're, there's no analytics that back this up. Like you're just, you're just like, just, just like, honestly, just flipping a coin on the sideline being like, should I do this or not? But he ended up winning the game. But man, let me tell you, if they did if they hit that 54 yarder, I'm telling you, Staley, they might be looking for his job, dog. Going for a fourth and two in your own territory, up to. And, and here's the other thing: you got to read the room. And coming into the season, the number one question mark that people have for the Chargers, besides if they can stay healthy, was gonna be his decision making. Mm-hmm. And he tried to adopt the Riverboat Ron philosophy of being unorthodox and trying to go for it. But like you mentioned, when when you in that situation, you just stress out your entire squad and you put so much pressure on your defense. And so you don't have to prove to us you're a genius. The Chargers are a really talented team. Don't be the guy to mess it up. You know, do you know what this reminds me of that you brought up earlier? This is like you splitting kings. Like, don't overthink it, dog. You got 20. He's showing a four. Just let him go and bust, and you take your little money. Like, you don't have to You don't have to overthink this. And I feel like that's what Staley does sometimes. Like, dog, like, I don't, don't throw any numbers at me. If you're ahead by two points, you're on your own 40-yard line, and you got fourth and two, just kick the ball. Like, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. One more game to get to, or two more very quickly. The Jets waxed the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins were playing a quarterback by name of Skylar Thompson, who I've literally never heard of before. I might have had some money on the Dolphins. I was not happy to see him go in in, like, the first play of the game. Tyrod Taylor came out. They're obviously being very cautious about Dolphins quarterbacks and all quarterbacks when it comes to head injuries. But, um, oh, that was Bridgewater, not Tyrod Taylor. My bad. Tyrod Taylor's on the other side of the field. But I'll say this. Skylar Thompson, you might have a future in this league, but, man, it's got to be tough to be a rookie quarterback who didn't get any snaps all week long to come in there and try to win an NFL game. But they lost. And finally, Titans beat the Commanders. Carson Wentz threw another pick on the young one-yard line to lose the game for his team. It was clearly the mayhem moment. The mayhem moment is brought to you by Allstate. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to Allstate and not having Carson Wentz be your quarterback. Jalen. What do you do at this point if you're the commanders and you have Carson Wentz? And what is the future of Carson Wentz in the NFL? How many games have the Lions won this year? Two. One? I want to say two. One. But I but you but you've covered like four times. And losing to the Eagles by three right now, seeing that they're undefeated, that's basically a win, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and the only win was against Carson Wentz and the yep. Commanders. And I specifically told you, there are 32 human beings to get to start football games for their franchises. If he was my starting quarterback, I would not be enthusiastic in any way, shape, or form based on how the last couple of years have gone for him. I understand. And 
it, so it didn't surprise me that he would be the guy to throw the pick to ultimately lead to them losing. Of course he did. Carson Wentz, you can always count on for a pick like that. You can always count on Jalen Jacoby to talk about every single game that happened in the week in the NFL. We have Monday night tonight. Chiefs, I'm going heavy on the Chiefs. I don't care how many points I have to lay out. Chiefs are going to do what they did last week to the Bucks and win us all a bunch of money. And we'll be back tomorrow with another Dope Pot of Step 2. we got some special guests this week. We always want to hear from you, our callers. 9580Jalen will try to get you involved every single day. All voicemails on Friday. Jalen Rose, we'll be back tomorrow. Why is that? I really need to have this question answered because I thought about it when you were saying we have special guests. I was just going through my mental Rolodex like NFL player, former NFL player, NBA player, former NBA player, artist, entertainer, CEO and mogul. What other Monday through Friday show is producing this kind of content? Please call 98580-J-A-L-E-N because I can't watch Jalen and Jacoby episodes over and over and over again. Is there another show that's doing what we do? And Just watch I Jalen and Jacoby thank, over and over. Right, because I want to thank the people because because of you, we do what we do. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done.